This is District Sentinel Radio, the news and haiku show for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I am Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Sentinel Fort here in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. Tank watch is in effect for the district area. Uh, there are some tanks parked on the streets out by the uh, the Lincoln Memorial. There's some tank boys marching all around D.C. getting excited to go see the tanks. Sam, are you going to see the tanks tomorrow? I might, to be honest, at some point, but I don't know. I don't know how vi- how visible the tanks will be. They're going to be visible. <laughs> They're going to make these tanks visible. I mean, are you going to... W- you don't want to disappoint them, the tank boys. See them as in watch the tanks on TV or go down and see the tanks in person? I have no idea what the fuck that noise is right now and why it's all of a sudden started. It hasn't been going on all day. I think there's like a CIA psyop to uh, constantly do housework next door when we're trying to record. <laughs> They've been doing housework on that house for like 20 years. It's been going on so long. I'm so mad right now. Uh, we're just going to plow plow through this. Uh, anyways, yeah, the tanks will be out tomorrow. Hopefully they just blow this fucking city up. <laughs> Uh, we got some Bernie, meaningless news. Bernie polls. These polls don't matter. But Did, what are they? Well, Bernie was not doing uh, so well in some polls. That Those, were polls. Those were bad polls. Those were bad polls. Tell me about the good polls. The good polls. He had 23%, only 6% behind Biden. That was uh, a nationwide poll on ABC today. So Bernie... Uh, Hanging in there, according to a single poll. <laughs> <laughs> Tips for people on Twitter. Don't become poll guys. <laughs> it's going to be bad. They're going to change a lot between now and when polls even start to matter. And we've even seen in the last primary, the polls didn't matter because they had polls showing that Hillary Clinton was going to trounce Bernie in Michigan. And we know that didn't happen. But it was it was interesting to see how the first post-debate polls i think uh would turn out because sure i guess it confirms harris did get a big bump she's now in this running here and she was kind of below the the top tier well i again it depends on which poll you look at (laughs) (laughs) because according to cnn she does get a big bump and according to abc her bump is not that impressive yeah anyway anyway Hey, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Maybe we can move the Sentinel Fort somewhere where they're not doing goddamn housework (laughs) next door every time we record. I think this uh, might be a PSYOP. I think next door, they've been doing work forever. Like, I know the lawn guy next door. He's a friendly guy. He, he, He doesn't live there. He does all the lawns around here. And I don't think he's fucking with us. But... But what do I know? But right? what do I know? But the other day, he just happened to hit start on his lawnmower <laughs> ten seconds before we yeah. sit down to record. Yeah, patreoncom slash district Not saying he's a CIA plan. I'm just—it's fucking hard. Five you bucks know? a month. We're working under hard conditions get, over you here. You get bonus content. You get a haiku. We're gonna read some haiku later on in the show. It's Wednesday, July third, twenty nineteen. Here's 
the news. One day after Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross acknowledged defeat in the Supreme Court and confirmed that his department would not move forward with a citizenship question and they would just go ahead and print the 2020 census without it, the president is taking to Twitter to issue contradictions. He tweeted Wednesday morning, quote, The news reports about the Department of Commerce dropping its quest to put the citizenship question on the census is incorrect or... To state it differently, fake, we are absolutely moving forward as we must because of the importance of the answer to this question. Again, Wilbur Ross himself confirmed uh, the news that they weren't going to move. They weren't going to have the citizenship question on the next census. People within the White House have told various outlets that... uh, this is basically noise. Pay no attention to the president's tweet. The census is being printed as we speak. They're trying to without keep a, the citizenship question. They're trying to keep them focused on the tanks. Yeah, hang in there, tank boy. Um, by the way, as usual, Trump's Twitter feed was just a fucking nightmare today. In addition to just tweeting nonsense about the census, he also tweeted out a congratulations. To that Navy SEAL who was found not guilty for the war crimes that he committed. Not guilty, despite the fact that several fellow SEALs reported that Eddie Gallagher shot civilians and killed a suspected ISIS fighter with a hunting knife back in 2017 during a deployment in Iraq. Gallagher also allegedly threatened to kill SEALs who reported him. The only thing that Gallagher was found guilty on was posing with the dead bodies. It does. The reports make it sound like the Navy prosecutors just totally fucked this up. Yeah. Since he's a troop and since he was, you know, killing brown people in this case, Gallagher attracted the support of the president and other right wingers during his trial. Which maybe that influenced the fact that Navy prosecutors totally fucked this up. Yeah. (laughs) Once again, proves how difficult it is to hold folks who wear badges or military uniforms accountable for the highest crimes you can imagine, murder. While we're on the topic of the president, there's another potential probe into illegal behavior. The DOJ Inspector General confirmed the DOJ Inspector General confirmed Wednesday that it's looking into how the decision was made to not relocate the FBI headquarters in downtown DC. A plan had been in the works for upwards of 10 years to build a larger FBI headquarters outside of Washington where the rent is cheaper. But that plan was suddenly scrapped after the president got involved. Instead, the FBI is considering rebuilding its headquarters on its current location, which would cost hundreds of millions of dollars more. It's been alleged the president forced the DOJ to cancel relocation plans, fearing that the FBI's current site could be sold to commercial developers who would compete with Trump's D.C. hotel, which is currently located across the street from the FBI building. I am willing to wager a large amount of money that President Trump told the FBI to redo its its headquarters and include some sort of tourist attraction in the HQ, like an FBI museum, just to benefit his own hotel, which is across the street. Yet another thing you could add to an impeachment resolution here, along with just what's happening today, he's like stealing funds from the Park Service to fund his tank, tr- his tank parade. <laughs> I hope I hope the bridge collapses. 
he's uh he's trying to one up John McCain there by crashing a whole bunch of tanks instead of just one plane. We're rooting for you, Mr. President. <laughs> Uh, really looking forward to that IG report about the FBI HQ. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big time. Moving on. The Federal Reserve is decentralizing authority to make things even easier for the financial industry. The agency's Board of Governors posted a final rule today granting regional banks more power. According to the Federal Register, the rule will delegate authority on waivers granted to banks on certain applications. It will also devolve power to Fed regional banks on allowing tweaks to existing regulatory commitments. Most notably, the Fed would also grant its regional banks power to process merger applications. The Trump administration has already allowed a sharp increase in banking mergers, including the biggest proposed merger since the 2008 financial collapse. If the deal is approved between BB&T and SunTrust, regulators will be greenlighting the establishment of the sixth largest bank in the country. According to the Fed, power decentralization on waivers and merger applications is necessary, quote, to process such applications, notices, and requests in a more efficient and timely manner. Thank God someone is making sure that Jamie Dimon can still afford his jewel dust rash powder. <laughs> that guy must uh, buy just cosmetics that are made from, like, the beaks of the rarest birds and shit. <laughs> Fuck them. More news on uh, how our president is such a complete fucking failure at everything he does. Commerce Department report released on Wednesday shows that the White House's trade reform agenda is failing. President Trump has frequently cited massive U.S. trade deficits as examples of bad negotiations by past presidents and the justification for starting trade wars with China and threatening trade wars with Mexico and Canada. The latest data shows that the overall trade deficit jumped to over $55 billion in May, an 8.4% increase in a five-month high. So it's gone up since Trump has started all this trade war stuff. Deficits with both China and Mexico are help fueling the divide. The trade deficit with China grew to $30.2 billion in May. And the deficit with Mexico stretched to a record high, $9.6 billion. Finally, rare victory for the labor movement. Earlier this week, a district judge ruled against Trump administration attempts to kill Scabby the Rat. You can't kill Scabby. Earlier this year, the National Labor Relations Board had asked the judge to issue an injunction against a demonstration that included Scabby, who, if you are not aware of who Scabby is, I assume you are because you listen to the show. Scabby is a giant inflatable rat brought out by unions to protest shitty bosses. But... The Trump administration's request was denied, as Bloomberg reported yesterday. Judge Nicholas Garoufis ruled, quote, peaceful use of stationary inflatable rats and a cockroach to publicize a labor protest is protected by the First Amendment. So take that, you rat-ass cockroach, piece of shit business tyrants. <laughs> Owned. The dispute at the heart of the case involved a New York affiliate of a building trade union, Liuna, which is a shitty organization in its own right, though that's perhaps subject matter for another show. The important thing is Judge Garoufis, and apologies, I'm almost certainly mispronouncing his name, Judge Garoufis has heeded the call to protect Scabby. He also warned that Trump's NLRB is trying to suppress free expression saying a judge that would agree with its request would, quote, raise serious constitutional concerns. 
Not sure the Constitution matters at all, but it's good that Scabby is okay. Yes. Your prayers for Scabby worked. Well, it appears there's silence coming from next door. The construction is done, and so is the newscast. Excellent. Before we go, though, we do have some poetry to read. Once again, all new subscribers on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel get their own haiku written for them right on air. Let's get this started. This is for Rebecca. I would like one drink. That will be $14. Welcome to Piss Town. That is Piss Town for you. Thank you, Rebecca. This one goes out to Marmalade Bandit. The smell of hot toast. Just going to reach in the fridge for some Marma shit. Thank you, Marmalade Bandit. Finally, this is for Connor. Not good for nothing. Nothing is actually good. Nothing makes bottles. Thank you, Connor. Thank you to all our new subscribers on Patreon. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Before we go, call the rant line 202-684-6108. Play a message. We'll leave it on the air. No show tomorrow. We're going to be setting off fireworks and uh, Sam's going to be looking at tanks. <laughs> but we'll be back Friday with our edition of the garbage can and the honor can. We'll honor someone on Friday. That's for our subscribers only on Patreon. Tune into that Friday. Thanks to our sponsor, the Congressional Dish Podcast, hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. We're here in DC, so you don't have to be. <laughs>